I'm not gonna lie, you guys, this is like my third time recording this podcast because it's just not reaching to its potential. I think I'm just being too hard on myself, but I'm not fully loving my routine with the podcast right now. I I hate to say it, but I almost kind of regret this podcast already because I'm finding it very difficult to hold a conversation with myself and I'm kind of concerned because if I can't carry a conversation by myself with myself, I don't know how this podcast is going to survive. So I'm going to give it a couple more episodes and see. I don't even like the name anymore. Like I am struggling with this podcast, you guys. At this point, this is kind of like a, this is kind of like a public diary to myself (laughs) and talk about all the things that I do not like and what I like. Um, I also think this podcast is almost like my excuse to extend my therapy sessions because they're only like 45 minutes and I wish they were longer with my therapist. Shout out to Sarah. Love you, girl. Um, But today I kind of wanted to talk about, um, I wanted to talk about, um, Attracting the right people in your life and getting rid of the ones that don't have the best intentions for you. I actually, I don't think they're going to listen to this podcast, um, but if they are, hey, um, that's it. I recently lost a couple friends. Um... Before I get more into it, I will say I don't have any ill intentions. However, I do have passionate feelings, which means the feelings are still very strong and they're there. Um, But I'm slowly getting over it. I recently lost uh, a couple friends. And to be quite honest, I think it was time... I honestly think it should have happened sooner. Uh, I know if they listen to this, they're going to feel like a little blindsided. But to be quite honest, I had been feeling like this friendship was draining me for a year now. Um, And it's not like I did anything wrong. It's not like like they did anything wrong. It's It's just the energy was not colliding in the same way. It wasn't like, that doesn't make any sense. It wasn't really meshing how I wanted it to, how it should have been. I just found myself more mentally exhausted than I was happy in that friendship. And I almost felt like it was like a walking on eggshells type of relationship. And I thought that was really unfair, um, to keep experiencing that. There was like a little bit of a conflict situation that had happened in it. At first, I didn't know how to bring up to this person that I didn't want to really continue on with the friendship anymore, but something happened and it kind of spilled on its own and it led to the friendship ending. And so it happened the way it was supposed to. I'm happy it happened this way and like, it's unfortunate of the circumstances, but I'm happy it happened regardless because I honestly wasn't being a good friend to this person. I wasn't being my fullest potential. Like I found myself being a better friend to other people than I was to them. And that's really unfair for, for them and for me. And I, um, I don't want, 
I don't want anything like ever bad to happen to that person. It's really just, I want them to be happy and they deserve friends who they give their love to and equally the same to them. Um, I am going to take fall and it's a good thing to be able to admit to your own faults. I think that's a really adult thing to have and a lot of people lack it, but I think owning up to your faults and owning up to your mistakes and owning up to the fact that you were just a shitty person. I was a shitty person to that person. And it's almost like I just couldn't find a way out of that relationship. And so I had to wait for like some downfall for it to happen, which is really unfortunate. But, you know, it happened the way it happened. And I actually learned about confrontation after it happened. Like I learned about the importance of confrontation. Like if I have an issue with someone, if I have an issue with one of my friends or I'm feeling some type of way, I should just reach out to them and talk to them as soon as I can. Because when you don't talk about what you're struggling with to that person, it just kind of eats you up a little bit and it kind of harbors in your heart and it it makes you feel really heavy. And it And it honestly just makes it so hard to carry on because all you're doing is thinking about that person. Now, I'm speaking in a personal aspect because I am actually a very empathetic person. And I'm not saying that as in like, oh my God, Jenny, you are so empathetic. Like, good for you. Like, wow, gentle soul. Love that for you. Like, you're such a good person. No, I'm not saying that. What I'm saying is that as an empathetic person, I am an empath, which means I feel feelings a lot deeper and a lot more sensitive than most. So anyone who knows me in real life, um, on the surface, if you're not like super, super, if we're not like super, super besties, like close, close, you won't know. But like on the surface, I seem very like calm and collected, a little bit anxious. And, um, but I can, I can like, I pretty much can hide my, my like, um, sensitive side pretty well because I kind of mask it with being rude and mean and a little bit attitude-y, but it's really because I'm just like protecting my, my sensitiveness. I don't know. I, um, it's just how I've always been, but I very much feel things very deeply. And so I try not to feel things at all when um, certain things arise. So with this certain situation, with this person, we'll call her, um, we'll call her Laura. Um, I don't know a Laura, just so you guys know, don't, don't try to put pieces together, but I'm just putting a placeholder name. Me and Laura have always had issues. We've, we've, for, for the most part, we've had a pretty good relationship, but a lot of clashing here and there. And it's really a lot of the times it was just a a case of miscommunication. But for some reason, neither of us, like when it came to both of us, we really couldn't confront each other as soon as we should have with a lot of our issues. And so I'm not saying she was a toxic person. Like she did have toxic like tendencies, but I think every person does. 
Um, but just for me, like I just found myself complaining about her more than I was thankful for her. And I think that's a really unfair thing for me and her. So I do miss our memories and the laughs and, you know, the good parts of our friendship, but I don't miss the toxic and the toxic really outweighs the good. And it's a really sad thing to admit to because losing friendships are never easy. And if anything, I almost think they're harder than relationships, but you're also talking to someone that has never been in a relationship before. So I wouldn't really know what uh, the the severity and the feelings of losing a really good relationship. But, you know, maybe one day I'll get back to you and then I'll report back how I feel about that statement. But the moral of the story is that it's better to be honest and straightforward and weed out the people that you don't like now. Because the longer you string people along and the longer you string yourself along with that person, you are turning away potentially good relationships and good people in your life because there's no room for them in your life at the moment because you're too focused on the toxicness of it, like the people. Um, I really hope I'm making sense with this, but it's just like, I think I'm getting at that age where I'm just like so over the, the surface level, small talk type of friendships. If I cannot have a deep conversation with you, I do not want you in my life. If I can't go months and months and months without talking to you and then feeling like we can we can pick up exactly where we left off, then I don't want to be friends with you. Because at the end of the day, the friendship is not really benefit, benefiting me and it's not benefiting you. And I am already so busy with my job and my family and all the things. The last thing I need is filler friendships. I don't need that. I don't want it. It's unfulfilling. So I am here to tell you guys that you should just weed out all the toxic people, weed out all the unnecessary people. And half the time it's maybe it's not even toxic people. It's just like people in your life that have really no reason to be. And I'm not saying you can't have acquaintances. That's fine. But it's just like make sure you're on the same page with that person then. You know what I mean? Me and Laura were not on the same page. You know, she had actually, we had actually talked a little bit on New Year's Eve and she pretty much was like, she said something along the lines of like, this is actually the first friendship I'm actually like, I find worth like reaching out for and confronting about or whatever. And on the, on one hand, that sounds like a nice, you know, compliment, right? It sounds like, oh, she finds me like worth it. Like, oh my God, I should really like take advantage of this. Like she never does this. But on the other hand, that's also like almost toxic because in a way she's saying, you should be grateful that I'm reaching out to you because I don't do this with anyone. You know what I mean? And that's how I took it the first time. The first time I heard it, I mean. So I... Okay, side note, I literally, every time I'm talking about a topic, I feel like my train of thought, like, just is thrown out the fucking window. I really, like, am losing it so hard. Um, But I hope 
some of this made sense because otherwise, what is this podcast even for, honestly? Um, but let's see. I, if you're wondering, long story short, me and Laura are no longer friends. I think I already said that, but, um, it's unfortunate because she has now kind of actually, I'm going to stop there because I really don't want to say something I'm going to regret. So more of the story, I lost a couple friends before the new year and it's really not a loss if I don't feel like I lost anything. So there's that. Um, now I kind of want to talk about um, people who you should look for in your life. I am very lucky at the age of 23 that I've actually found a really solid group of friends that I feel like I'm going to have with me for the rest of my life. And it's very exciting to know that because I'm only 23, like I am just, I feel like I'm destined to make more friendships that are lifelong later or in the near future, I guess. Cause you know, like your twenties are like really a transformative time in your, in your life. And I wish people understood that more because everyone goes through it. Um, actually had like a friend tell me, I've just been hearing it pretty much like here and there, but like the adults, like the moms and dads in my life, um, not my mom and dad, but I, you know, like my mom and dad, I guess, but like the mom and dads of like my friends, they're just saying like, they've just been saying like, what are kids stressed for? Like you guys are so young. You shouldn't even be that stressed. 20, the ages 20 to 30 are so freaking stressful because people are expecting you to know what you want to do with your life, know what you want to do with your job, know what you know when you want to have kids, know when you don't want to have kids. Like there's just so much pressure because it's like they make it like seem like make it or break it at this time of your life. And it's really not, it's really not like that. And I wish they understood that more because they were once 20 to 30. And so I really don't understand how that's so hard to grasp that 20 to 30 is such a stressful time. I have a friend that's moving out soon and it's her first apartment. And just imagine like living with your parents for so long and then all of a sudden you're pushed out into living on your own. So you have to like budget and you have to do this and you have to do that. And you just have to learn to be a functioning adult by yourself. Like that's stressful because a lot of the times you really can't rely on your parents. Can you guys hear that? That is my lovely dog. Love that noise. Um, but yeah, so uh, I feel like I just went on a tangent. But pretty much what I'm trying to say is 20 to 30 is a really stressful time. So you know who shouldn't be giving you stress? Good friendships. I am very lucky and I'm so grateful that I have such good friends in my life that I can really rely on and know that they have my best interests at heart. And I'm not saying I'm the perfect person, but I feel like I must have did something right in my past life or something like that because I have like really just a solid group of friends. I have my solid group of girlfriends and then I have my friends that are from high school that are great. And then I have my childhood best friends that I've been friends with for so long. So it's a really lucky, good feeling. And I feel like I feel like just, it's so nice to just have a group of people that you can rely on. And 
I feel really sad for people who haven't found that yet. I really do. And I'm not saying that from like a perspective of like, oh, I have this and you don't. I really genuinely wish that I wish for everyone to be able to find that sometime soon, because if there's a time when you need that, it's like this age right now, my age. So I just like, I just know that like my friends are going to move away soon and it's, it's making me sad because uh, sometime in the new future, all of us are going to be starting our own like lives with our own like partners and starting our own families. And a lot of us are not going to be in the same state anymore. So it's a very sad thing to think about, but it is life. But I'm very lucky to know that they are going to be like just a plane right away. And yeah, so all I'm saying is that your friends, like the people that are in your life, the, the ones that are closest to you and the ones that you hold closest to your heart, they should want good things for you. They should want you to succeed. They should not want to compete with you. They should not feel jealous of you. They should not belittle you. They should not gaslight you. They shouldn't manipulate you. Like it shouldn't be anything like that. They should, what is it? They should be there when you need a shoulder to cry on. They should be there when you need a hug. They should be there to hug you even when you don't want to hug. They should just encourage you and remind you that you are a boss ass bitch. And that applies for guys and girls. Like you're a, you're a cool ass dude. You're a good person. You're a good girl and all the things. I don't even know what I'm trying to say at this point. But pretty much what I'm trying to say is that you are a freaking awesome person. And anyone who makes you feel less than is not your person. That is not your friend. I'm just, I'm just saying. And so I feel like this tangent is not really like a cute tangent either. This is not like a relatable tangent. You guys are probably like, Jenny, please wrap it up. Like this is, this is becoming a very big mess. At this point, I feel like, is this a bad time? The title of my podcast, it should be like an organized mess or something, because this is such a mess. It's not even organized. But Virgos are being are known for being organized messes, and I feel like that that's a title that fits better. If you guys are listening to this and you're friends with me on social media, can you please tell me if you like that better than is this a bad time? Because <sighs> is this a bad time to talk about toxic friendships? No, never. And I do you see what I did there? I like that I fit the title into a conversation. You know what I mean? But I'm struggling because not every topic is I don't even know what I'm saying anymore. I really don't know what I'm saying. <sighs> you guys are probably like, what did we sign up for? Should we just lie to her and tell her her podcast is good and then just be done with this? Oi. It's only 18 minutes. Goodness. Um, what else do I want to say? Should I just like talk about random stuff? I booked my flight to California, which is very exciting. Yay. I'm going at the end of February. I am planning on recording a podcast with Cameron while I'm out there. I need to get some of the appropriate gear. I don't really know if I want to pack my mic and all of my things, but at this point, I really don't want to spend money on like another mic just to make it portable. So I might just pack this and be and take it over there with me. Um, I'm very excited. I... Fun fact about me is that I try 
And I say I try because I have not succeeded every time. But every time I travel, I try to get a tattoo or a couple because I'm never one to like get a big one. I'm always like getting little ones and I get like a like a bunch quote. A bunch is like three. But I try to get like a couple at once. Um, so I found a tattoo artist out in LA. He's actually in Arcadia. I'm very excited. Um, I am, I think I'll tell you guys what I'm getting after I actually get it because I'm kind of debating on like one of them, but not that you could, not that you really care, but I'm very excited because every tattoo I always, every tattoo I have kind of has a meaning except for my 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 dragon fruit. That one's just there because I like it. I have a dragon fruit on the side of my ribs. And I only got it because I like the fruit. <laughs> it's not like anything deep or interesting. It's just I like the dragon fruit. It's one of my favorite fruits. If anything, it is my favorite fruit. Um but I booked my flight. I'm very excited. I'm very excited to see Cameron. We don't really have like set plans to do anything exciting, but I'm just excited to get away from good old Kansas and just experience a new city for a little bit. Mm, I actually went through this like revelation. Is that like the appropriate word? I don't know. I'm too tired. I don't want to look up the director, the direct, the, 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 the definition for that, but pretty much I went through this, like I had this like breakthrough with a friend and I'm, I feel very thankful it happened because I feel like we gotten a lot closer because of it, which is great. Um, I am, what else is going on in my life? That's like exciting, but not exciting. I, I, I really want to get back into the gym more and have a routine. My gym is an all girls gym and it's like 20 minutes away from me. And that's why I'm like never really there because it's like so out of ways for me. And it's just so cold out (laughs) when it's cold out. I don't want to do anything, but like stay in my bed. So I am being a little bit more gentle with myself in that aspect because I have been very hard on myself for not going to the gym. Um, but I just have to like keep reminding myself that going to the gym does not define my worth. Okay. As long as I'm doing things to fuel my soul and make me feel good. And as long as I'm making relatively healthier decisions in other aspects, I think I'm doing okay. Now, if I was just playing video games all day, laying in bed, being absolutely unproductive and not doing anything good for my life, then that's a little something concerning, but other than that, that's pretty much it. I have had a newfound love for watching Long Island Medium. I don't know if you guys know who Long Island Medium is, but she is like iconic and I want to get a reading from her. I don't really have anyone close in my life that's passed away, but I still want a reading from her. I think it's so cool. The, uh, the, the concept of death is a very interesting thing to think about. Um, personally, I'm not like, this is such a weird (laughs) tangent, tangent and topic to move on to, but personally, I'm not very scared to die. That doesn't mean I want to die like tomorrow, but when my time comes, I don't feel like I'm going to be super scared because a lot of people are like, I haven't lived up my life to its fullest potential yet. I really don't care about that. You know what I mean? Like... A lot of my friends don't feel the same way, but personally, I would be okay if I 
no, that's really bad to say. Anyway, that's not the point. Point is, I really like Long Island Medium. I think she's really cool. And I think what she does is awesome. And I can't really tell if it's true, but if it isn't, it's a really good way for people to get closure from their loved ones that have passed. Um, I've also been re-watching a lot of my favorite like um, dystopian movies. I watched... Okay, well, this is not dystopian, but I watched the Mortal Instruments City of Bones. I watched the first one. It's the only one that they ever made. And I liked the book, so... I watched the movie and the acting is not great. The acting is not great, but it was, it was fueling my inner 15 year old because at the time I like loved it and I still do. But then after I watched it, it kind of triggered me because I loved the Divergent series. I read all three books and I watched all three movies and I'm so pissed that they did not make an Allegiant part two. I'm so mad. I'm going to take that to my grave. I'm going to be always be so mad about that because like if you're already doing it, you might as well just scround up the money and just make the last one. Like it's, it would, oh my God, I'm just, mm. I think though, I think the fan base was kind of upset because slowly they had started changing the plot of the stories and they weren't really staying true to the concept of the books. So I think that's like really what made people kind of upset. And at the time they were releasing it around like the same as uh, the Hunger Games and the Hunger Games had like such a strong and impactful fan base that Divergent honestly just didn't have a chance against. And I think I'm very um, biased to the Divergent series because I love Theo James. Oh my gosh. You guys have been in love with this man since I was like 14, 15. Like what is 2014, 2014. And I see 2014, 15. I've been in love with that man since I was 15 or 16. He is absolutely beautiful. And his personality is so witty and funny and charming. And I just love it. And I've been, I've been in love with him ever since. I like literally, he's like the one celebrity crush I've had that has never died down, never died down. And I just, I'm just sad he's not mine, (laughs) but he's like, I don't even know how old he is. He was born in 84. How old is that? Can, Can you guys do the math? Well, let me do the math because that would just make more sense because you're listening to me and you're not, you know, this is not real time. So Theo James, he's 37 years old. I'm 23. That's, that's not really my age range. I'm no, that's no. Um, at 23, I'm okay. I'm comfortable with like pushing 27, 28, but nope, not past 30. Um, but ask me when I'm like 25 and then I'll like be okay with past 30. Age gap dating is very interesting uh, because I always feel like people have to mentally be the same age. It doesn't matter how old you are, but mentally you have to be the same age. But I feel like at 23, it's a little, I'm like naturally just very young and I feel like, okay, anyway, this, I'm just running on a lot of tangents. Um, but I've been watching a lot of Divergent and haven't really been doing much. I've been cooking a little bit more, which is what I wanted, but not nearly as much as I wanted to. 
Um, I'm kind of just living life and working until I get to go to California. So I'm very excited about that. Um, I have been a little bit more weary of my Instagram because I have a public profile, but because I like having a public profile, it's just easier for one of my friends to share my stuff and all the things. And I really don't have a lot to hide, but because I lost Laura as a friend, I just have this like paranoid um, feeling that she's like creeping on my stuff and I don't want her to or any of her family or friends to creep on my stuff. Um, this just reminds me of like, dude, you guys, the block button is my best friend. And I never realized I was like such a block fan until lately. And, um, <laughs> anyways, um, pretty much my God, sorry, you guys, my mom just texted me and I lost my turn of thought, but, um, I was like, this might be a good story time for later, but it's 29 minutes. So I'm going to cap it pretty early at like in a couple minutes, but I'm just going to set it up for like maybe the next episode or something. Um, I was talking to this guy a couple months ago and we had met through Bumble online dating and it was going good until it wasn't. And unfortunately I am the type of person that will really be fully invested in someone until I find that one ick. And I'm like, no, absolutely not. Not for me. Um, I'm a very picky person and you know, I'm okay with that. I'm okay with being picky because being picky weeds out all the settling factors that I could potentially have. So, um, you guys, I like took a bit of a pause and I listened back a little bit at this episode and I am breathing so hard into the mic. I am so sorry because that does not sound good. However, I just recorded about 20, 35, no, I just recorded about half an hour of stuff and it was like my seventh time recording. I'm not going to re-record this. I'm so sorry. So I hope you can get over the breathing out and the exhaling. Um, at least I didn't sniffle this time. You know, you can't have it all. You know, you can, I'm just, I'm just trying my best here. But where I was getting was that I weeded out all the settling factors. I'm not a very settling person. I do not settle. And unfortunately that is my downfall and my upfall. That's not even a thing, but that might be a good story time for later. Um, we pretty much talked for like a month and a half and, you know, I nipped it in the butt and he just didn't accept it. It took him, it took a minute for him to really accept the fact that it wasn't going to work out, but I don't blame him. I kind of strung, I, I kind of strung him along a little bit. So that is my toxic trait. I unintentionally string people along, but I'm working on it. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. It was really random. I, I tried to stick to one topic, but I'm also trying to just keep it really go with the flow. So just another, just a good conversation between some friends. Sorry if you can hear the door and all the stomping. I'm just, I'm, I'm, I'm disrespected in my household with the podcast. It, it doesn't mean anything to the people that live with me, i.e. my mother.
So I hope you guys enjoyed this episode nonetheless. Um, I will see you guys probably next Monday. Um, I'm going to plan on just uh, releasing Mondays because it's easier for me to post about it because it's my day off. But yeah, I hope you guys are staying warm wherever you are. And if you're in a different state, then I'm hoping you're enjoying your life and thriving and drinking your water, washing your hands, wear your mask. Um, Don't spread germs and really just be nice to each other because all of us are, as much as nobody likes to admit it, all of us are going through something, whether big or small. So just be nice to each other. Nobody, nobody knows what anyone's going through. So yeah, I will see you guys next week. Bye.